how's it going? Yo, what's uh, what's going on? Uh, you know, all kinds of stuff. It's a uh, pleasure to have you here. It's a pleasure to meet you. Uh, yeah. Uh, through the phone, I guess. Um, yeah. I guess that's what we call it. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. I am. Uh. Yeah. Just chilling out. Working on some guitar stuff. <laughs> I I have I'm going to have so many questions tonight about what a guitar is. Um, I was sent numerous videos of yourself playing your fabulous guitar by Thank a mutual you. friend of ours who was actually who set up mm-hmm. our play date for today. Um, shout out to Jake Yacovetta, not Jake Lacovetta, unlike yeah. uh, some people may know him as. That's an inside joke. Mm-hmm. If you're listening to this, you probably have no idea what we're talking about. But um, here we are on stereo. I've got Justin the Juice in the house. I'm Rob Fishbeck, and uh, this is fucking awesome. So you said you live in Wisconsin, correct? I do. Yes, I do. Uh, yeah. You've lived there your whole life? No, I, uh, I came from the East Coast, Philadelphia area originally. Not for too many years. Didn't get too much time there. Um, Dad moved uh, the family for work over here and uh, been here ever since. Love it. Love it. Yeah, I've lived in uh, Chicagoland for all most all of my life, other than when I lived in Tennessee for a bit during my college years. But um, ah. how many times have you gotten the, uh, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reference when you said you were born in Philadelphia? Yeah. Like, as a, yeah, right. Is that, is that something that's happened quite a few times? I mean, yeah, I mean, every time the theme plays, I pretty much just kind of think about it, that, like, that's kind of true. I mean, <laughs> I, granted, we were, like, you know, we were, like, way <laughs> – we I mean, we were, like, 30 minutes west, you know, the entire city. So it wasn't, like – I don't know if I can identify <laughs> too much sure, to, sure, sure. to Will Smith as, as much as, as I wish that, I could. As soon as you said that, my mind went to in West Philadelphia, yeah. born and raised on the playground. <laughs> But um, anyways, so uh, a mutual friend of ours, I, I'd been reaching out to him. I'm, I'm all I'm, I'm a whore on the stereo app. It's uh, I'm trying to make it and uh, I'm hustling every fucking day. It's hard out here for a pimp. It's very difficult, um, especially when you're not already verified before you get the app. But that's a different story for a different day. So you were one of the first people he had recommended for me to bring on okay. the show. And um, I'd heard I'd heard buzz about you around the uh, internet community that we're both a part of um, mm. quite a while. And I'd seen uh, pictures of you playing your guitar. And then I finally sat down and watched some tape today while I was on the well, not sat down. I was on the treadmill at the gym and I watched Ooh. some of your stuff. Hold, so do you play multiple instruments? Is that I saw you had a bass in the video and a regular guitar? Yeah, so I actually would have. Uh, I was a. I'm a drummer, or I was no always shit. a drummer. Um, okay. Yeah, <laughs> like I played drums in a couple different bands in high school and a little bit after high school, and that was like the thing I always did. I would just mess around with like keyboard, and then um, yeah, I do like a little key, and then um. My brother is like a fantastic guitarist, so I've always grown up around guitars. So 
I've 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 always had access, so I've like dinked around, messed around, got good enough to play some power chords. You know, can play a couple little melodies, little licks here. Um, sure. And then always loved the bass. Just you know, I bought a bass. First thing I did was learn "Money" by Pink Floyd. Uh, <laughs> I can't. I mean, I really can't play any of the instruments that I play well. <laughs> Just okay. enough to get by. <laughs> Little little inside secret in the music industry. Don't ever say that out loud. Keep it to yourself. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, hold on one second. We've got a quick message I want to play. I want to get to these messages before they go away. I learned this earlier. I got to ask the juice. Um, are you inspired at all by La La Land and the guitar that goes on in that fabulous movie? Hmm. So that's actually funny because uh, the the first guitar that I bought, and yes, I did say the first guitar that I bought, um, is the same one that Ryan Gosling uses in La La Land in the pool scene um, when he uh, he's playing like Iran and Take on Me. Right. So if you're if you're familiar with La La Land. Well, same here's the, the deal. Movie. So I watched La La Land. Rob's not a huge fan of movie musicals. I like some of the classics, but there's <laughs> yeah. not, you know, I'm not I, like I love music. I love great soundtracks and scores. Uh, I love yeah. Greece, right? Um, there's a handful of me. I love Chicago, but I watched La La Land. Full disclosure, I watched it at like two o'clock in the morning, severely stoned out of my mind. And I vaguely remember the film. I just remember Gosling and, and Stone were phenomenal in it, but the movie was meh. Um, but I believe you. I I'm, I I vaguely remember that scene. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's pretty uh, funny. I mean, message. yeah. Yeah. Man, I love that y'all are getting to know each other. Y'all are two of my favorite people in the world. And I just, I just fucking love it. We appreciate that. Love Jake. you too. Thanks for connecting yeah, us. Um, so that's okay. So that's so that's so awesome. This it's so great that you're a drummer because Rob, I you know I have I have a drummer, but he's not always available. And well, I, I, mm. me and my group have not gotten together in a fucking year because of COVID. Yeah, but um, good to know you're just a stone's throw away when I if and when because yeah. I definitely will need a drummer yeah, right. at some point. Um, that oh god, man, the messages are just flowing in. You have any recommendations on amps? Because I'm looking to get a new one. That's a that's a for, question for you. I well, think, Matt, you got to be more specific on what I, I'm assuming you're you're trying to get one for your electric guitar, um, which is not my element. That is not. I have an electric guitar, and I actually have a crate amplifier. It's it's not the greatest. Um, my old drummer actually gave to me he found in some dude's house um which was better than the amp that i had for it i'm more of an acoustic player because that's what i did live because those, those are the shows that pay money but um i mean if there's any amps you would have to recommend feel free to do so uh that i um yeah what do you use i've I love the good. I love like a good solid practice amp that's like forty bucks and comes with the instrument usually. Um, <laughs> that or no, I have had some like I got one of my friends got has like a one of the big line six like amp. Sure, um, sure. Which are all you know? I think those are probably like a few hundred bucks and have 
tons of different stuff you can do with those. Those are probably good. Uh, don't quote me on any of this. I, I really don't know anything. I don't know what I'm talking all, about. But know, uh, all the cat, all the cats that I know that play electric guitar, they either have like you know these like mom pa shop like amps that are like kind of like mm-hmm. strange brands that you've never heard of, but they you know because they're given a vintage sound or whatever it is. Um, or, you know, going with a Mart, you can never go wrong with a Marshall, you know, um, yeah. I don't mind PV amps. I know some people in, in my, my line of work aren't a big fan of those, but mm. I don't know if that really helps you out at all, Matt. But, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess that's where I would start would just kind of be trying to figure out what, what kind of sound you're looking to get based upon what kind of music you're looking at playing, because you and me both know. An amp is one thing, but with pedals and effects and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. you can really get most of the work done. Oh, yeah. So, man, these messages. Hold on. We got one more. Okay. Rob's avatar is decent for what he looks like, but Justin, that that just ain't it, bro. <laughs> Ooh. It was the best I could do. A mustache. Shots, I don't even remember what it looks like. The mustache and a hat. So, Here's here's the deal. They don't really have like red curly wavy hair as an option, so it is what it is. It's my avatar is fairly close to what I look like in real life, if not slightly better. But um, in due time, I'll sit and try and toy with it and really hone my avatar. And that being said, not necessarily one of my top priorities. I don't know about you, Justin. No, it. I think we're ruined because I'm pretty sure, like the if you're familiar with like the Bitmojis that are on Snapchat, I See, think I've those like those. actually, yeah, those like actually like analyze your face. I'm pretty oh, yeah, sure, or at least like pictures. Yeah, yeah. So like this is like this is like designing a like uh, an NBA custom character in like 2006. Like, there's like seven <laughs> options. <laughs> like, yes. Yes. That's a great not, like, much I can work with. <laughs> it is what it is, especially in a pinch. So, Rob, I'm uh, moving to Tennessee pretty soon. I got a job at a college down there. What's what's fun to do? So, I'll be right in Nashville. Uh, where were you at? And yeah, just what's 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 fun to do down there? Give me some ideas. Okay, so first of all, what part? What school are you going to? Are you going to Belmont or are you going to MTSU? I went to MTSU, which is in Murfreesboro, which is where I live. Which is, I mean, I say Nashville, but it's you know, it's it's right outside. It's you know, twenty minutes outside Nashville. Um, what's fun to do? Well, here's the deal. It depends on what kind of music you like. Rob moved out i lived there i lived down there about 10 years ago which was right when they were starting to go from the way nashville was to the way it is now where it's more like las vegas and like all the famous bro country people that i can't really stand have their own fucking bar and grills (laughs) and it's all a bunch of bullshit and fucking tourist attractions so you know as you can tell i kind of have a gripe against it that's not for me you know what i'm saying I'd be more apt to try to go uh, find some of the smaller clubs. You know, the Bluebird Cafe used to be an awesome place for people like myself or songwriters or people that love music to go to. But then that show Nashville on ABC came out and ruined that and made it another tourist attraction that, you know, tourists just hang out at. So, I, you know, I don't know. If you're going to live in Murfreesboro, though, I can, I'll tell you right now, there's, you know, there's some good barbecue places in the area. 
uh, can't go wrong. I'm blanking on the names right now. Mm. And I haven't lived down there in a while, so I don't know what's changed. But Nashville itself, depending upon the kind of music that you like, I would look online and find some smaller clubs that have people that you've probably never heard of and then go listen to their go to their social media accounts and listen to see what they got. And then I would go check out those places. If you're into the big bar scene with the people that are walking around in cowboy hats, even though they have never been on a farm before, um, you know, that's fine too. Um, to each their own, you know, obviously downtown Nashville has a lot to offer, but to wrap up this whole statement, I'll end it Hmm. with this. Nashville has changed dramatically in the last five years. The amount of hotels um, that have been put up and all these sky, right. You know, it's just, it's a different world than what it used to be. Hmm. So I don't know if that helps at all. It's probably, probably not the greatest advice, but I'll leave it at that. Yeah. I have never been the, the pharmacy school specifically. Yep. Belmont. Yep. That's in Nashville. Mm. That is in actual Nashville. Okay. Uh, Belmont, the pharmacy school specifically, I guess it has to be a minimum of three seconds. Sorry. No, you're good. Don't worry about it. This motherfucker might've lived in Nashville, but he's still saying tourist like a goddamn Midwestern. Full disclosure, I invited Jake to come in and troll us, so Yeah. <laughs> a lot of that. But anyways, I'll turn I'll turn things over back to you, Justin. So how long have you been playing music? How did you get into music? What was your first band? I know that's a lot of questions, but No. Uh no, actually, so uh so my school in middle school, they needed a drummer. Uh for like just on like uh or or yeah, they just had like a few singers and maybe like one guitar player thrown together like a needed or somebody told the music teacher that I drummed, which I don't drum. I think I like wanted to take like drum lessons and that's maybe where they got confused. Like in eighth grade, the music teacher comes up to me and she's like, so I heard you play drums. Do you want to play drums in the band? And I'm like, yeah. (laughs) And um, then no idea what I was doing. I started taking lessons, had uh, my family help me a little bit and just totally winged it. Eventually um, got decent enough to the point where met a few friends in high school and we're like, let's start a, uh, let's start like a pop punk band. So we just got right into it. Um, our first, the, I mean, the first real band we like recorded, man, we like, we like wrote like six songs and recorded an EP that actually still, exists to this day somewhere you have to send that to me first of all i have to do that what kind of songs so how so how old were you when you guys cut this ep uh i was probably 15 all right so what kind Um, of songs were you writing at 15 were they all about women or were they no there weren't even any lyrics we we never i don't don't think we ever we never got that far uh (laughs) So we, we recorded the guitar basically. So it was me, the drummer and then the guitar player slash bass player. Um, and so we just recorded like guitar on audacity. And then, it, right. you know, I don't think there are any effects. I don't even know. It, it was just like, it was just going like, it was basically the guitar was just going right into the computer 
and recording it on Audacity. And then I use like an old Casio keyboard to do the drums and oh, they're wow. offbeat. Nothing sound, nothing even sounds remotely <laughs> like on oh. beat or in tune or in. And so we give it to our vocalist. We're like, hey, this is pretty good. You, you want to record some vocals? And he's like, I can't, I can't record to this. This is, this is awful. Like this is, this is terrible. And we're like, dude, we worked like really hard on this. Like, like yeah, we're 15 we years old. We're working with what we got. <laughs> what do you expect? It's like every time we practice, we would like work hard and you'd sit in the corner playing video games, do your part, man, record the vocals. <laughs> he never did. So they're, they're uncut. Wow. <laughs> okay. Unfinished. Um, that's wild stuff. So my, so my next question is this, um, how, how are you involved with, you know, as you, you can see the hashtags that I used for this conversation, how are you involved? How did you get involved with Tom Dagnino and the Gucci verse? Yeah. So one day, um, so, or yeah, so, so when COVID started, Tom launched his channel, the Gucci verse, uh, with now who's become a good friend, Larry Payne, Larry Lando Payne, two of them doing shenanigans. I had like saw it, you know, I'd saw it recommended. I'd saw people post it, but I didn't like really watch any of it yet. Um, sure. Then in August, I like finally like tuned into a stream or I caught a stream live. Um, and so I tuned in and, you know, there's Tom and, and a couple others that are just doing their thing. I'm like, oh, this is pretty funny. And then I just kind of have it on in the background. And then all of a sudden, like, Larry is like, or one of them is like, yeah, if, you, if you're a Patreon, you can join us in the after show where we all hang out and talk. And I'm like, wait, does, like, Tom, does Gucci, like, hang out with us, like, after the show just to be a patron? So now, I look did at you it. Know and Tom, did, did you know of Tom prior to August? Yes, yes. I've been a massive, like, Schmodown Schmo's no fan okay. for you. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, so actually, yeah I, sure learned, I learned about him and his shenanigans through an old show that used to be called Collider Live. And right, he came right, on right, one right. day. He came on one day, and long story short, I ended up buying some merch off, off of his uh, T Public <laughs> account that nice. had a nice. win a goldfish here and a little bottle yeah. of him and OJ Simpson. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, people I, to this day, whenever I wear those shirts, people are like, what the fuck is that? Who, who is that? And I'm like, it's a long story. <laughs> Sorry. Continue. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. So I'm, yeah, I, I'm, yeah. So I, I've been a fan of him since the right, like the Schmoes, even like before Collider Live, the Schmoes no days where he was okay. running around the studio doing weird things and, uh, and then into the Schmo down and then into Collider Live, of course. But yeah, so how I literally met him was that night. So I hear if you just become a, like a $2 patron, you can join this Zoom after party. And I jump in and there I'm, all of a sudden I'm on a Zoom call with Tom Dagnino. And I'm like, this is the greatest thing ever. Um, so I, it just kind of went on a little bit and I just kept getting more involved with the channel. And like there's a group chat as well. So I just got to meet more of the guys. And that's probably pretty much how I met Jake um, and all of them as well. That helped a lot. So um, then, yeah, um, Gucci was doing this birthday party, and I'm like, this big back like birthday in, back in, like, 
in November, December. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Like October. And so I'm like, you know what? I should cover because he always would come out to Frank Stallone's um, Far From Over in his uh, his Schmodown entrance. Was that? So I'm like, I should cover that song and do like a tribute. I'll go back and find all the great Tom Dagnino quotes and like throw them in. And so I told him about it. I was like, guys, on one of the after shows, I'm like, guys, you like, can I put together like a tribute video for, for his birthday stream? And they're like, absolutely do it. So I did it, sent it. And so since then I've just kind of become the music guy for the Gucci verse. Wow. We are, uh, we are kindred spirits in some ways. It's very interesting. <laughs> Um, no, Tom, Tom is a very, he's a very interesting character. I, uh, I've seen enough. Um, I'm, I'm fairly good at movie trivia. That's a different story for a different day. So I used to listen to those matches on my phone in the car when I'd be driving all over God's green earth, going from here to there, playing gigs or hosting open mics or whatever. It just, you know, occupy your mind and not listen to music. But I, like yeah. I said, I learned about him through that the Collider Live back in the day. And like I said, I don't know what came over me to buy his merchandise, but that was it. And it was, and then I started watching his show with the dolls and there's another, there's a new season coming out. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, he is, he is a creative genius. He is definitely the most interesting oh, yeah. person I've ever seen in my entire life easily the juice has been one of the best parts of the gucci verse fucking love pizza usa i might i dropped my phone i might have accidentally clicked on that sorry if you were no you're good what's pizza usa so so pizza usa is actually this is a tom dagnino reference but from sen um, yeah, I don't really watch that show, but film. No, that yeah, I'm, I'm I'm in and yeah, I'm here or there. Uh, but there was one episode where Christian kept talking about this pizza place that Tom kept recommending him called Pizza USA, and so they literally called Tom on the show and just on the phone he explained the story and basically what it is is Tom walked into this L.A. pizza place called Pizza USA. And he goes in and he's like, and he, and uh, there's like a guy that like jumps out from like behind the corner and he's like, what do you want? And he's like, I'll take a regular slice. And the guy's like, uh, okay. And then, um, he, 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 like he, the guy looked like, That's so dumb. That's so um, I'm, yeah, dumb. I'm completely butchering the story, but like, the, he's like, the guy looked like he didn't even work there. Um, he looked, he looked like a, he, he worked at, uh, the pizza place down the street. Um, but he's, I said, the pizza was great. Um, so since then that's kind of become like, uh, just a reference, uh, pizza USA. So I took that on as part of my character of being the juice in the Gucci verse. And I custom made a pizza USA t-shirt and now in all of like, if I'm doing a oh, video, that's the t-shirt you're wearing with the yeah, pizza on it. Too. Yep. So it yep. comes. It all comes back to that story that Tom told on SEN is, and and yeah. So I'm just kind of known as Pizza USA Gucci. Oh wow! Question is for both you guys, but do you guys have like a dream instrument that you like, like a set of drums or a guitar? 
For me, it's a PRS uh, guitar. Like, honestly, I'd love to have a, there. It wouldn't just be one. It would be a solid like four electric guitars, um, different uh, varieties and brands. Like, I'd love to have a Rickenbacker, like that the one like George Harrison played in like sixty four, sixty five. Um, you know, I'd love a, a like a like a vintage Fender, but then I'd also love multiple like vintage acoustic guitars, you know, and and different colors and different styles. Um, I'd love a twelve string, but I'd probably get a twelve string electric over a twelve string acoustic. Yeah. Um, just the way I write and play. What about you? Yeah, I'd probably get a keyboard. Um, I have a keyboard if you want to drive. Well, I, I as well. Well, I'd, I'd probably get like one of just the super, like you go into the music store and you mess around with it. Like one of like the $2,000 keyboards. Oh, with the weighted keys, like a real nice one. Yeah. So many different features. Right. You can like create like pretty realistic sounds right on it. Um, if I had to get like one instrument those are the those are the ones that sound exactly like a piano uh, yeah if you want it right. but it but they do a thousand other things yeah 100 percent. yeah so probably something like that that's that's wild um great question matt y'all are sending great mm-hmm. questions in um keep them coming we're gonna keep talking here as i get to know justin the juice yeah. over here on the stereo app uh Hit that share button. It's great for the algorithms and it's great to get the word out about the program so you get more viewers, more likes, more followers because it's all about that rat race that we find ourselves in in the world. That's how things go round. So um, do you have any questions for me? I guess that would be my next uh, – because, yeah, I mean, once again, we literally just started talking oh, just yeah. a few hours ago. So Gosh. feel free to ask me anything. For sure. Yeah. What uh, – yeah, what – so – so you mainly play acoustic guitar. What has been your kind of like band? What was some like the first bands that you got into or like was, uh, started was, playing in playing for? So, I mean, I got into music, I got into music and film at the exact same time when I was five years old. I, I watched a hard day's night with the Beatles. That was it. My whole life changed for forever. But I, so I started, I, when I was a teenager, I had contemplated moving to LA and writing films. I wanted to be a writer in some way shape or fashion and you know i i was probably a little too young at the time but uh me and my family went out there went to disneyland and did all the touristy stuff for a week when i was like 15 and i was like you know i don't know i don't think this place is really for me and then right around then i really started getting into like like the songwriting aspect like i always loved music and i loved great mm. songwriters and great bands and great producers and great sound, but like really getting into the songwriting aspect. And, and for me, um, you know, the great country songwriters like a Hank Williams or a Johnny Cash or a John Prine, that's really when I started studying what those, what those guys were doing back in the day, it was like this window opened and I just, and I, and it was like, you know, the, the clouds disappeared. And I was like, this is, this is what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to be a songwriter. And, you know, cause you're naive. So it's like, I took piano lessons when I was a kid and, you know, 
played for a while. I was played by ear. My music teacher hated me because yeah. I wouldn't read yeah. the music because I could just exactly. play by ear. It was always <laughs> a problem. So I went on, I mean, this was before, you know, this was like 2008, 2009. This was before, you know, the Amazon and the internet was like it is today. Um, mm -hmm. And I just went on there and I found myself, I'm left-handed. So I bought a left-handed guitar, found some cheapo guitar for like 80, 90 bucks. I bought it to this day for better mm -hmm. or for worse. Probably the older I get, probably more for the worse. I've never had a guitar left. <laughs> so it came to my house and I went to the local music shop that went out of business a few, few years later because of Guitar Center and um, said, you know, uh, how do you put strings on it? Can you show me, you know, how to tune it? Yada, yada, yada. And the guy's like, yeah, no problem, because I bought some sets of strings off of them and some picks and a capo and a tuner. And then I just would go online and look up chords and see how they mm -hmm. fretted it. And I just figured it out from there. And that was that was kind of yeah. it. And then I went I lived in Nashville for about a year or so. I was going to college down there after I went to like junior college. Mm. And then I moved back here for multiple reasons and have just kind of been rocking away at it, pursuing it. Um, have met all kinds of awesome friends that I'll know for probably the rest of my life through being a musician. And then long story short, I cut my first album uh it'll be two years this summer that it came out wow i can't believe it's been two years already and right when it was like time to cut the record you know well hey i know all these people that i've played with at different events but like we've never been an actual band you know mm -hmm. so i just called up all the musicians that i knew and was like hey you know i need slide guitar you know lap slide guitar on this or i need you know bass on this or drums on this and they all they all showed up and we cut the record and then that was it we had a big release party for it it was fucking awesome i got the nice. tape somewhere but that's pretty much how that started and then uh yeah so hold on real quick i want to play yep. these two messages yep balls Another yeah, SDN reference. <laughs> oh, see. Rob is so Chicago with the swung writing. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what you want me to tell. You know, at least I don't talk, you know, it's not like, you know, I'm gonna go get a piece of Polish sausage, you know. I'm not I'm not I'm not really playing into the whole Chicago accent. It's just uh it's just you know my natural voice. Is there any way I can hear any of the music you've written? Absolutely. Yes, I have that so, same question. So you can find me on Spotify. I have a personal account that I make dope playlists on. And then I have a professional verified artist account, Rob Fishbeck, F-I-S-H-B-E-C-K. Um, on Spotify, I'm on Apple Music. Uh, I also have a YouTube channel. You can go over there. I don't think my record's on my YouTube channel. But um, yeah, you can find me, follow me at all those places. And if you have any questions, you can just... Uh, Leave me a comment or something, and and I'll get back to you. But I, uh, interestingly enough, when COVID first started, I was pretty much ready to cut the next record. I had a whole batch of songs. Mm -hmm. and the sad the the sad part is is I'm sitting on like three albums right now, and but I just keep writing, and it's like now I know why all the songwriters that I love have studio like legitimate studios in their house right. because. Yeah, right. You write, you write so much and it's, I mean, it's a gift. I mean, like, I'm so like, I don't, I don't uh, take it for granted at all, but it's like, 
you're writing and writing and writing and writing and it's like what it costs to like save up money to go to a recording studio and cut you know what i mean and get and have rehearsals and all that yeah. kind of stuff and it's like man i can just write five more songs so that's you know i, I got some new recording software and i've got a new macbook so i'm learning how to work all the stuff in that but i think i'm just going to start cutting records here at the house the way i just put a single out called one percent better in october um and it's been played on about five or six college radio stations so far because that's what i do as soon as i get the music i uh mm-hmm. reach out to all my contacts i know at college radio and then i just i have a vast email collection of radio radio stations and i basically just cut cut copy and paste and send over and over and over again and then it, it gets some traction i've done some interviews out of it and you know it's it the entertainment business you know they say you got to have thick skin that's definitely true it is also exhausting it is fucking and i like i'm man enough to say it is fucking exhausting so you know doing shows like this is great because this is like a whole new format for me and yeah. i just started live streaming on youtube two weeks ago like three weeks mm-hmm. ago it's like a whole new thing um, are you into any of that kind of stuff, Justin? Are you into you YouTube? Are you a YouTuber? Yeah. So that's my main form of guitar, of music expression, I guess you could say, is is the YouTube channel. So, um, yeah. So right now it's just kind of like putting out a guitar video every once in a while whenever there's a song that I want to do. Um, so yeah, I used I used some of the stimulus money from the first from the beginning of COVID for getting like a nice recording, some nicer like recording software and uh, have just went ham for a while there, right at, right at the start of COVID made like six videos and just got it, put all the energy in. And then I hit like a second wave a little bit. It comes in waves. It's like, I'll do like six yep. videos, you know, in like a month or two. And then I'll take like two or three, four month break and then do another, like get the itch do another like six videos. So I want to start working for consistency. That's been my big goal for this year. Consistency is key. And we can definitely talk more about that uh, off air on our own. Cause it's, I mean, it's one of those things. Cause it's like, you, you said it perfectly. It comes in waves and it's Mm -hmm. like, you know, for me, you should see my desk right now. I literally have papers (laughs) scattered all over the place, but one of them's Mm -hmm. like how to gain followers on Twitter. One of them's like, uh like a whole plan for instagram but then like because you're you're your own you're your own everything you know but then buried in that is 15 fucking half written songs that's that should be my main focus you know what i mean right it comes in waves it comes in waves you write yeah you know i don't know you know about you but it's like for me i'll have nothing you'll have nothing you'll sit there you'll fiddle around you'll be writing so you know whatever and then it's like, yeah, out of nowhere, uh, somebody says something and you're like, oh, my God, I got to write that. Like, that's a fucking song. And yeah. honestly, like in the last year or so, a lot of I, I've been drawing a lot of my inspiration from from very specific things. And it mm. just it's like somebody will say one one line and I go, that's it. And I write it down. I'm in I'm in this Facebook group chat and a friend of mine yesterday put something about it it uh the sun only comes out on leap years in seattle and i screenshotted it and i'm like i don't know what the context was for this or what the fuck that means but that is that is one of the most 
that is like that is a perfect line for like some sort of a uh, resolution in a song somewhere. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So yeah. all right, we got some messages to play. Yeah. Rob, I feel like you're a music guy, but also a movie guy. What is your favorite movie soundtrack? Ooh, you know, off the cuff, I would probably say Saturday Night Fever because I fucking love Saturday Night Fever and I love yeah. disco music in the, in the 70s. Um, favorite films, like favorite film score of all time would be either Bill Conti's uh, Rocky or oh. uh, yeah. Nino Rota's The Godfather. But mm. like soundtrack just in terms of because like Saturday Night Fever, those were all like contemporary songs. But like my favorite soundtrack that's just like like compiled together of like all kinds of different songs would probably be the Big Lebowski. Um, just okay. because they cover everything in that movie, it's great. What about you, Justin? What are your favorite soundtracks? Yeah, I'm looking. I'm thinking. Uh, I'm looking at my movie collection right now. Uh, yeah. Boogie Nights. I just saw that's that's got some great songs. Mall Cop. If you're talking the compilation of great songs, Mall Cop. Has quite a few Paul bangers. Blart, Mall Cop? Paul, Paul, Paul Blart, Mall Cop. You um, know, I've never seen that movie. Is it? Is it great? Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's got it's like <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite, the, like just the crazy, like just if you're right. in for like stupid dumb comedy, uh, you know that kind of mood, you'll really enjoy it. Um, yeah, um, but as far as like scores, um. Probably anything. Oh, like the tag, like the taxi driver score is probably like. Oh, yes. That's probably my yeah. That's probably it's the only. I think I can say it's the only like score I have like where the whole score is on my Spotify. Um, it's playlist. phenomenal. Yeah. It's phenomenal. That uh, was- this is for Justin. Uh, who are some of your biggest musical influences? Mm. So, oh man. So, I I I'm actually like the probably that my favorite my favorite music genre is like power metal is like the crazy European off the wall ridiculous guitar riffs talking about slaying dragons just going to town. Um. So like all that stuff I I absolutely love, but. If I want to pull back into more of the mainstream, um, you said Johnny Cash before. Johnny Cash, not necessarily an influence. I've, I I don't know if I've ever really written a song because of uh, because of Johnny Cash, but I just really love the just the whole persona and the person and, and the movie Walk the Line all really well, inspired me. You had mentioned earlier you kind of play this character within the within the Gucci verse, yeah. uh, You know, online. And it's mm-hmm. like Johnny Cash, I, I feel there was the the person, the human being Johnny Cash, which definitely yeah. came out in his character. But to your point, over the years, he really became that persona of the man in black. Yeah. And, you know, his I love uh, a lot of his stuff from the 50s and 60s. But to me, when he started working with Rick Rubin and cut all those American recordings albums, like that mm. is the Johnny Cash to me that will always live on. I mean, like he's got Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers as his backing band on the second album. He's got fucking Mick Fleetwood and Lindsey Buckingham playing on on songs, and he, Merle yeah. Haggard's hanging. I mean, like what a fucking collection of people, right? Yeah. Oh gosh. 
Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he's always been somebody that just – yeah, and it's not like he's ever – I because I, I don't – I'm not – I'm more of, a, like, into the – either pop punk. The only really music genres I've written are, like, pop punk, um, power metal, and, like, 80s pop. <laughs> Those are my three That's genres awesome. of, of writing. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, I've definitely never – but, like – Still, the inspiration for for music is still there with Johnny Cash. Um, gosh, it's man. interesting because like I'm uh, like very inspired by Tom Waits. I don't know if you're familiar with Tom Waits, but no. I don't really write music like he writes. Like you know what I mean? It's is a very different. Yeah, uh, right. Who does and what I do are very different things. But as but to your point with inspiration, it's like there's just something about the the air that's given off from that person that you're yeah. just like I, I I get it like I get it I feel it you know what I mean yeah I, I, I honestly like lately because I more am doing just kind of like a lot of the stuff that I'm doing right now is an original I have like the album I've been working on forever that's just is going nowhere um but like when it comes to just like the guitar songs those like definitely I get inspired more from movies than anything to get into the groove for uh for like working on and cranking some guitar songs. So anything like anything like a Sing Street or like mentioned before La La Land, which was just like super inspirational once you go chase your dreams. Like that honestly gets me in the in the mood to like make videos more than um just listening to music does. Oh, 100%. I'm the same way. Like, I mean, you know, music, it, it moves my soul, but I don't mm-hmm. hear a song and then go, I'm going to go write a song. It's for me, it's usually right. humans. It's like somebody, like I said, somebody will yeah. say something or, you know, I'm listening to someone and I can tell they're not having a good day and you're just kind of going, all right, you know, how, you know, how, how did they get to where they're at right now? You know, Elvis Costello, I, are you familiar with him? Um, you know talking about. Yeah, I like yeah, a, I know what you're talking about, but I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm he's a great he's a, he's a great writer. He's a song called Allison. And his story was, you know, he'd go to this grocery store and she was this checkout girl at the grocery store. And, mm. you know, he just kind of wrote this song based on what he knew about her and kind of how she interacted with him and stuff, right? And you know, Bruce Springsteen wrote Thunder Road off of a movie poster. He saw his movie poster and he's like, oh, I wonder what their story would be like. And he went home and he wrote Thunder Road. And that, I mean, that's what's so great. Of that, yeah. the, the well that songwriters and musicians can draw from. That's what's yeah. so beautiful right. about art, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. And, and, and actually thinking about it, one, one, there's one like person that, and this also, I mean, this person transcends like being an actor, being a musician, just being a character. And it's Jack Black. And that man has like completely is all I want to be in life is Jack Black. And um, people used to tell me I, I used to work at, fa- uh, at a family video. People would tell me I looked like Jack Black. People tell me I sounded like Jack Black. And I'm like, and I tell myself I want to be Jack Black. But like School of Rock is another one. One of the oh, first. I love that yeah actually the first guitar song cover i did the first song i did youtube video i did when i bought the guitar was i made my own like little rendition of legend of the rent and sang along in my jack black impersonation um 
And now I'm working on like a live version where I have like a key keyboard going. I'm like playing keyboard in one hand with the drum track from the keyboard and a mic and the guitar in my right hand. And it's will probably be awful, but it's going to be pretty epic hopefully when it comes out. But yeah, but anyway, like Jack that's, Black. That's awesome. <laughs> I can't I can't wait to see and hear that. Uh, no, Jack, I me and my sister, my aunt took me and my and one of my sisters to go see it like opening weekend back in 2003. Mm-hmm. And I just like I bought the soundtrack the next day. You know, I mean, this was you know, this was before I had, you know, LimeWire and shit when everybody started ripping everything. But it's like, I mean, it, you know, I mean, in the fact that they got Immigrant Song by Led Zeppelin, because like at yeah. the time, Zeppelin was not cool about licensing out their music. They're still really not cool. Like they don't really license out their music very often. Um, but no, Jack Black's great. Um, his work with Tenacious D is, is no. out of this world. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to play a few, me- few more messages real quick. Like, I'm just getting new to music and all this other stuff. Like, I have a really interesting question. Like, like, because I might get my own guitar for my birthday. My birthday's coming up on February 17th. Like, like, should I watch any videos before? Like, how do I prepare? And like, oh, yeah, daddy. Fuck, my dick is hard. Well, that took a turn. <laughs> that, you know, you never know where the show's going to go. Um... I'll, I'll I'll be honest. I'm gonna answer the first part of your question because yeah, oh, I, I I don't I don't know if he was just trolling or he was serious, but I'll answer it. Get your guitar, and then you know I'm assuming it'll come with strings on it, and then go on YouTube and just type how to tune a guitar. And somebody, I guarantee you, there are thousands of videos. Somebody will help you out, show you how to tune it, and then you know, um, once again, back in. 2008 2009 youtube was not what it was now Mm. so i really i mean i wasn't you know i I, i'm sure i could have found some videos but i kind of was on my own where what's awesome about today's world is you could become the next fucking Jimi hendrix just by watching other people's youtube videos and them Mm. telling you how to play the guitar yeah shout out to the amazing justin the juice one of the best guitar players there is Love you, man. Thank you. Thank you, Buck. Means a lot. Oh, there man. It is. I do have a little advice for the last question as well. Um, yeah. If you're just starting out with playing guitar, and, and this is all coming from somebody that's not good at all, but um, I have tried to like teach people a little bit before. The one thing I always try to teach is just learn like the notes and where, learn that like the fifth fret of the top string is an a learn that you know you go down the second is a d learn like all of that and learn like get your fingers ready for power chords be able to just be able to play any chord from like the power chord learn like what a power chord is because it's simplest thing it's really all that i can do but like once you just get that mental knowledge of where that all is and it just gets you really familiar with the instrument itself and then go from there into doing, you know, crazy chords. So I don't know. Maybe that's terrible advice, but that's no, that's great advice. That's great <laughs> advice because it's so funny. Um, you know, there's so many different schools on like how to, you know, learn to play guitar and there's so many different ways you can learn how to play. And, you know, I don't play power chords because I don't, my, mm-hmm. the music that I usually play doesn't lend itself to that. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. for me, it's like, you know, I got the guitar and it's like, all right, let's learn a G chord you know, mm-hmm. open D. 
And then, okay, let's learn E minor, right? Um, so you being able to say, all right, top string, fifth fret, that's an A. You know, that's still something that I kind of go, yep, nope, that's A, yep. Because mm. I'm so used to just playing rhythm guitar and, you know, I can play all the chords, where, yeah. where the fuck, you know, wherever. Um, right. And once again, the songwriter, songwriters, love capos because it's like oh you know john prine once said like you know i got a capo and was like oh i can put that here and oh the song sounds totally different because he's playing you know most songwriters are playing the same there's only so many fucking notes you know what i mean right so you're doing your thing and then it's just like well that last song i wrote was in d so this next song i'm gonna write i'm gonna put the capo on the third fret and put it in a different key but play similar chords you know but to your point with power chords um, you know, I, I have a goal this year and that's to really start playing electric guitar more just so I can put mm-hmm. riffs and stuff on my songs myself. And yeah. I think for me, one of the best ways to do that is to learn ACDC songs. That's kind of what I'm, oh, yeah. I'm looking at doing. And once those are all power chords, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. So for sure. Yeah. But, yeah. The, so, yeah. No, go for Sorry, it. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I thought I had something and I didn't have something. You thought you had something, but you don't. So who's, I mean, so, all right. So what are your favorite records of all time? What are your favorite, you know, you don't, I'm not going to hold you to it off the cuff, you know, mm-hmm. top three, top five. What do you got? I'd say one of the biggest ones for me, and it, it, it could really go either way. Um, Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd's The Wall and Dark Side of the Moon. Both of those two are going to be at the top. Those two just really, really what taught me. Animals? What about Animals? That's I have my I favorite never, Pink just, Floyd album. Gotcha. I just haven't listened to it enough for it to be. It was like the library. When I was in high school, the library only had those two. So those were the only ones that I could rip, you know, onto my iPod. And so that was all I got. <laughs> <laughs> remember so. remember ipods <laughs> yeah right <laughs> how crazy is that you know you're just limited Those to your ipod the, the music you can get onto your ipod is all you could listen uh, to um. those, like my friends would come over and i'm like bring your cds because then i'd put them yeah. on the computer and i could put them on my yeah. iPod. no gosh yeah i go to the library <laughs> all the time looking for new new songs um um I'm a big Dream Theater fan. Okay. To get a little more, to not get as sweaty with the metal that I could get, to pull back a little bit more into uh, society. Um, sure. So they, they had one. It's funny. This, they had a record called Black Cloud and Silver Linings. Six songs, 80 minutes. They had three wow. songs that were like in the 20-minute range. One song that was like six, one song that was like 10, and one that was like 12. And (laughs) those six songs like maxed out the what a CD could handle. And it was hilarious. But (laughs) that's awesome. Yeah. It's like you you download another another record and it'd be like 12 songs, 40 minutes. Nope, this Dream Theater album, six, uh, six songs, 80 minutes. So. Uh, but that that record I, I love a lot. Um, gosh, I, I'm one of the guys that listens 
when it comes to like classic rock, I more listen to just the songs than to the to the records themselves. So it's, I, it's it yeah. It's so interesting you bring that up because I had a conversation with somebody a few months ago and mm. it was the same thing. I, you know, I'm like, well, what are your favorite songs by this band? Then I can figure out what your favorite album by this band yeah. is. And she's like, you know, I can't name albums. She goes, I can name you 40 songs by this band, but not mm. like the albums. And like, I've always come from the school of, you know, the albums, right? Now, don't yeah. get me wrong. There are hundreds of artists that I love that there's not a album of theirs that I would listen right. to all the way through, you know, um, or somebody, you know, like Willie Nelson. I love Willie Nelson. There's a few records of his that I could play start to finish, but the majority of his music, it's like, yeah, I like those two songs off that one. Or I like those two songs off of that one or you know, wh- wh- whomever it is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. But I just come from that. You know, my record collection is vast. I've been collecting yeah. since fifth grade. And that's when they were yeah. giving them away. Yeah, right. So I've just always kind of come from that world. But it's so it's so mm-hmm. great to, to, to meet and, and talk to more people that are huge music enthusiasts that are like, oh, I like that song or I like that song or I like that song. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm not ne- they're not necessarily like into the album, the LP. Yeah, right. Know? No. And, and, and when it comes to my own like personal, like the, like I said before, the metal that I listen to, that's where I can go. That's where I can name you 40 albums. And name you sure. a bunch of the songs from each, but when it comes to more of the, um, more contempt or more yeah more mainstream music or more, um, but looking up "Appetite for Destruction" by Guns N' Roses oh, as oh. that's a bang. <laughs> 1988? or yeah seven or maybe even eighty might be you might be right it's eighty seven <laughs> I think it's eighty seven. God damn! What a fucking album. Yeah. What a fucking debut album. So I'm actually, yeah. I've got all kinds of things in the works. I'm going to start doing, uh, like my, I'm going to start doing like top lists. Oh, nice. Revamping my music show. And Appetite for Destruction is one of the greatest debut records ever. Um, mm-hmm. You know, another one for me would be like Hootie and the Blowfish's Crack Rear View, which is okay. one of my top 10 favorite albums of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that you, they come out, you just come out of the gate fucking swinging. You know what I yeah. mean? It's great. Yeah. iPods and LimeWire. That brings me back. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Doesn't it? Appetite for Destruction is fucking awesome. It's so great. All right, Justin, mm-hmm. if you had to, you can only take one song off that record. What's the one song that you can't not have in your life that's on that album? The one song. Um, oh, I would, oh. For me, it's Sweet Child of Mine. It's, you know, I love Paradise City. I love Welcome to the Jungle. It's just. That's where I'm leaning. What's that? Yeah, that's where I'm leaning. That's where I'm leaning as well. Um, It's that riff. It's just, oh, when it comes on. I was at my, my buddy Nick got married a couple of years ago and uh, you know, I'm sitting in the crowd at the wedding and they, you know, they're playing like the pre music or whatever. And, you know, they got all those like orchestras that play like on CD, you know, they play like, or whatever they play, like here comes the sun by the Beatles or whatever. And they played uh sweet child of mine. It was like an orchestral, like a, like a wedding, nice. like an elegant. And I'm just like in my chair, just fucking rocking out, you know, 10 minutes before yeah. the wedding. 
<laughs> That's great. You know, yeah. and then they got to my my buddy turned to me and he goes, "Do not start singing right now." And I'm just like, "Where does it go?" <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah. One one band that I've really started to appreciate lately um, is is Motley Crue. Since that movie came out, I like really dived. I think they interviewed him on uh, Collider Live. They interviewed one of the guys. Um, really. The actors. I must have missed that one. The two oh, actors. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Not actually. They didn't interview actual Motley Crue. Motley uh, the Crue, actors. Right. Um, but uh, going back, I went through their discography, and their actually like, original album has like five songs that I like really dig and play like pretty regularly. Like I have like a playlist of like a bunch of classic rock songs. And, you know, you, you add them all and then you end up like skipping through most of them. And but like there's some of those older Motley Crue songs that when they come on, I'm like, stop, I'm going to listen to this. Um, yeah, for sure. So I, would that, take I, mean, Motley, mm-hmm. I would take Motley Crue over Def Leppard any day of the week. Yeah, I would. I would you know, too. like bands from that era, like similar bands from that era. Um, full disclosure, mm-hmm. I tried to watch that movie. I couldn't get into it. It's okay. not my it's just not my thing. Gotcha. But I definitely respect them 100% as a band. And I mean, and once again, if you're telling me that some of their deep cuts and some of their album tracks are, are worth listening to, I'll definitely check them out. They got, yeah. I mean, they got some nice little, yeah, they got some nice little melodies to them. Some nice little, nice little rings. Yeah. You know, it's nothing crazy. It's not groundbreaking. It's not going to change your life, but. Right. It's pretty nice. Um, yeah, I dig them. So. That's awesome. That is so fucking great. Uh, I'm excited. No, this is this is great. This has been a great conversation. Uh, not sure what uh, your your plans are from from for music, but I'm assuming you're probably working on all kinds of stuff. I do. I'm probably going to be yeah. getting ready to. I'm yeah. I am getting ready to launch something pretty big. Okay. Um, I'm putting together. I'll actually I'll announce it right here. Um, Do it. Just more. Yeah. Now we dropped we dropped a few viewers. Not it's not going to get crazy, anything crazy, you know, because I'm still going to do the special announcement on Thursday. But for those of you who stayed with us through it till the end, you'll get this little juicy announcement. I'm gonna be launching my own Patreon. And doing a live, like a Facebook live guitar concert oh, coming wow. up quickly this month. And it's something I wow. pretty much made the decision to go for it today. <laughs> Came out of nowhere. That's awesome. That's um, awesome. So you're going to do, so you're officially, uh, <laughs> you're officially uh talent. Yeah, like, and I, and I mean that in the way of like, you have a Patreon, like you're, you're officially you know, in the, uh, in the racket. That's awesome. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, and, and it'll be more like people can request me to make a video type of thing. They can write songs for me to cover. They can request, um, specific, like different kinds of videos and, and my little like trailer, which I'm working on right now, I'm going to show previous videos I made in the past. Like if you want something like this, I'll do it. So it's not going to be just like a, give me money. It's like, if you want to like, buy 
a video, essentially. You can do it. Support me on Patreon, and I'll make you a video or whatever. So, um, that's awesome. yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. Maybe it'll get two I viewers, but, hey, it'll get me a meal at Taco Bell. So Hey, you know what? You know what Rocky says? One step at a time, one punch at a time, one round at a time. Um, one of my old therapists always used to say, how do you eat an elephant? And I would be like, I have no idea with a fucking spoon. <laughs> and she'd go, no, one bite at a time. And I'm like, what do you mean? Yep. And she goes, if you start just one bite at a time, eventually you'll eat the whole elephant. So yeah. you'll get there. I got, I got faith in you. I'm telling you. Thank you. Yeah, that is, so, that is great advice. So fucking fantastic. All right, Justin, we're going to get out of here, but thank you very much for joining me. I'm sure I'll have you back sometime sooner than later. Where can everybody find you at in the meantime? Where can everybody find you on social? Yeah. So, uh, Justin, the juice is what you want to search. Um, I'll probably come up if you search that, uh, but the YouTube channel is the main thing. Justin, the juice, if you YouTube, Justin, the juice, it should come up, but anything else, just anything else is not a big deal. YouTube's all it's really, really caring about. And I believe, Patreon.com slash Justin the Juice. It's not finished yet. So I think it's technically live. So don't go on there yet. But on Thursday, go on there and then support me and I'll make you a weird video. <laughs> I love it. We got we got another message before we get out of here. Great show, guys. Hope to hear more from the both of you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you very Matt. much, Matt. You can find me everywhere at Rob Fishback, all over the place. Follow me around and on Instagram at Rob underscore Fishback. Check me out on Spotify. I do also put my podcasts up there as well and on my YouTube shows. Thanks a lot, everybody. Thank you. Thank you, Justin. Thank you for coming on the show tonight. And uh, we'll talk soon, buddy. Squeeze it easy. Yeah, thank you for having me. All right, later. See you.